As I had mentioned at the beginning of Mass, today's Epiphany, the Epiphany, the Feast of the Epiphany, Epiphany is a Greek word meaning manifestation or revelation. I asked the altar boys if they knew what manifestation was, and they didn't, so it means to reveal. So today is the day in which Christ reveals himself to the nations. How is it that he's revealing himself to the nations? He's doing through, so through these three magi. Magi is an Aramaic word, or I forget what language it is, but it doesn't have a direct translation into English. It doesn't quite mean king, and it doesn't mean magician either. Something along the lines of an important person or nobility or something there, some kind of a category that we might not have today. But three very important people coming from foreign lands to pay homage to this newborn king. They're coming to pay homage because they saw in the stars that a world-changing king was going to be born. So apparently the stars are communicating the importance of what's happened here. The stars were made by this king. Jesus is the word of God. He with the Father and the Holy Spirit said, let there be light, let there be the heavens. The heavens know him. He is their creator and their sustainer. So they're looking to the heavens, they're looking to the sky, and they see in the heavens that a world-changing king is going to be born. And then they're given this star to follow. And they set out on their journey, weeks, months long. I don't know how long this journey is going to be from what would be southern Iraq through the Fertile Crescent over to Israel. But when they get to Israel, they get to Jerusalem. The star has led them to Jerusalem. And there the star seems to disappear. It's not there. They don't know where to go from here. It's not hovering above the city. Herod and the, his court asked them, when did you see the star? Uh, what's the star doing, etc.? Because they can't see it. It's disappeared. And that's why the kings have stopped in Jerusalem, not knowing where to go from here. So the Magi tell Herod what's going on. Well, we, we saw in the stars that a world-changing king is going to be born, so we simply followed the star. It's led us to here, and now it's disappeared. We don't know what to make of that. Herod, being a wicked king and wanting no rival, will naturally want to kill his potential rival. And so he tells the Magi, well, when you find the king, let me know so that I can go pay him homage too, which is just his way of saying, so that I can go kill him. They magically see the star again. Now it's just south of the city of Jerusalem over Bethlehem. Bethlehem is five, ten miles away from Jerusalem. It's very close. It's only maybe half a day's walk from Jerusalem. And there it is. And they set off for Jerusalem, for Bethlehem. And there in Bethlehem, they find the key. They find baby Jesus in this cave. And they bring these three gifts, and these three gifts have great meaning. The gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. The gold being a gift that you give to a newborn king. Gold is too expensive to give to anyone other than a newborn king. So they understand this is a king. The second is frankincense, which is a form of incense. We use it here at Mass. That would be something that you give to a priest. So this king is also a priest. And the last one is myrrh. Myrrh is an embalming spice. It's what they would put into the corpse of someone to preserve their body. So there's something about his death that's very mysterious, and the kings have seen it in the stars. He's a king. He's a priest. And there's something mysterious about his death. 
And so they bring these three gifts to the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. The thing is, is this king changes everything for them. Changes everything from the world forward. We mark time with the birth of Jesus Christ. We're in the year 2022, 2022 years after the birth of Jesus. Whether you're a Christian or not, the whole world's clock is set upon the birth of this world-changing king. And this king changes lives. The Magi are told after meeting the king in a dream by God not to return to Jerusalem. Don't tell Herod where you found the baby. The baby's being hidden with this little baby family, this little tiny family in this cave. Do not tell Herod where he is. He's trying to kill the child. Go home by a different way. And so they do. They do not go home the same way they came. All right. Which is very important for us. And I'll get to that in just a second. But just to understand what's happened here, because I think that a lot of you don't know, in St. Matthew's Gospel, he explains that Herod, after a while, waiting for the, the Magi to return, realized they've gotten away and they're not returning and they've disappeared on him. So then Herod orders the murder of all two-year-old boys and younger in the vicinity of Bethlehem. That was a feast that we celebrated last week called the Holy Innocents. These little babies will die for Jesus. Why two years? Because Herod doesn't know how long it's taken them to journey from southern Iraq. Maybe he was born when they first saw the star before they even set out. Maybe it's been more a few months since he disappeared. The Magi met Herod and disappeared. But just to be safe, he's going to have all the baby boys, two and younger, murdered in the vicinity of Bethlehem. And that's why Joseph will be told in the dream, get up and fly to Egypt. Herod is after the baby. The king changes everything. He changes absolutely everything. And there will always be demonic opposition to him. That's a demon working on Herod to murder babies. But we see it in our own time through abortion and all kinds of heinous things. We very civilly and whatnot accept him. But the, from the very beginning, from the, the Garden of Eden, where the serpent was, that man will be at war, or that the enemy of man will be at war with man. It'd be a beautiful thing if we could just find the king and then our lives is just fine and hunky-dory from there on. But we find the king and the enemy will do everything in his power to tear us away from him. But one thing's for sure, that our life changes. When the Magi are told to go home by a different way, and they go home by a different way, that says a lot to me. It says that when we meet Jesus, that our life has to change. It's not like, well, I was on this one road, this one path of life, I was living my life, and I met Jesus, and now I'm just going to keep going on that same path and that same road. No, it doesn't mean that at all. That path, Jesus says, is the wide, broad, easy path that almost everyone travels on. And it leads to perdition. Jesus says, but my way is a narrow, difficult one up a mountain. And very few choose it. If you meet the king, you can't go home on that wide, broad way anymore. You have to find the mountain path and start traveling it. 
life has to change. I'm 53 years old. I went through a conversion that changed my life at the age of 26, which is now half a lifetime ago for me. Half a lifetime ago for me. And I was going to travel a new road. It meant ultimately that I would say goodbye to some friends because they were not going to journey on that road with me. And they would do everything in their power to get me to continue to journey on the road that I had been journeying on, the wide, broad, easy one that our Lord speaks of. When we meet the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, we need to change things. We need to, for example, let go of some relationships. Because some are simply not godly. They're not of God. And they will continue to divert us away from God and into sin. Where they live and dwell and and want to stay. And so we have to move away from that. The other is, for 26 years, I have not owned a TV set. It ruined my childhood. Just ruined it. Just six hours a day of wasting my childhood on television. And then all the moral damage that it did to me. Misleading me with the world and sexual impurity and all of that other business that the television set and all of its shows and values just held up as normative, etc. And being utterly void of God. I knew 26 years ago, the TV's out. TV's out. So many different things in our life need to change in order for us to find our way home on that narrow, difficult way. But because we found him, we found the king. And his grace is with us now. We can. In our own life, Jesus is the star. He's the star leading us home to his kingdom. We've got to find that star. And when we find it, we've got to make sure that the lights of the city don't make it disappear. To see a star in the sky, we sometimes need to be far out into the countryside where things are dark, where the world is not influencing the sky so that we can see it. We need to get away from the things that would take us away from the King of Kings. So today you found the King. He is the King. You found what the Magi found. The world changer. The life changer. Go home now by a different way. And understand it's the way that leads to eternal life. It's a more difficult way. It's a narrow mountainous journey where the enemy is trying at every step to throw you off the mountain to bury you under an avalanche but our Lord's angels are with you as you walk that different way walk it walk it take the hand of others and walk them up that hill too but don't go back the way you came go home now to the kingdom of heaven For Jesus, our star and our light and our king, await you.